Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. I was about to start humming our intro, but then I realized we were recording. Uh, <laughs> this is the professor. And this is Cousin Max. Welcome to the Micro Brew Review. This is episode 70. Hey, that's a lot. I have now subscribed for Social Security. Is that a thing? Uh, not anymore. Yeah. I don't think you subscribe for Social Security yeah. as much as get. It sounds more like a... Uh, I got a note in the mail from AARP saying, welcome to the club. And I was like, I am 28. Is that a thing? You know, I'm not 28. Well, but I, I was when I got the letter. Uh, okay. Ian, okay. Have, have, have you or I gotten... 50 years ago. Have you or I gotten a letter from the AARP yet? I have not. Uh, I do either. get I do get like the Social Security thing everyone, like every year. They're basically like, here's how much you would make if you retired right now. And I'm, I'm a like, big not fan enough. of that. It's though. like 40 cents. Yeah. I'm a big fan if they wanted to just start sending me Social Security. Security checks right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, despite the fact that that's fraud, I'd probably Hey, take friends, it. let's talk about beer. Should this we? is the microbrew review. Think about how much beer you could buy with social Could I start with... Not a lot at 40 cents a week. <laughs> a welcome back to Cousin Max, whom we have missed significantly. I've missed the malarkey, Blarney, and good times. I would like to say that, truly, it's because our listeners wrote in with concern about your ankles. Because they were tired of you. For the longest time... <laughs> Sounds about right. You kept showing up in the winter with naked ankles, and they just didn't want you to come out anymore for fear that you would, you know, lose an ankle to the cause. Well, I look at it like this. Um, I was trying to ward off winter as much as possible. You're by all welcome. Existence. How did that work for you? You're all welcome, by the way, that I pushed <laughs> back this absolutely dreadful winter in the Philly region as long as possible. So but all you I did was, like, not... push it back. You didn't, like, stop I'm it. only one man. It's just so it's in and... delay. And contrary to what uh, Visa will have you believe, one cannot make a difference. Is that their, like, Olympics slogan? I don't know, but I think I've seen it somewhere before with Morgan Freeman. But uh, basically... And if Morgan Freeman said it, we know it's true. Are you sure it was Morgan Freeman and not Lawrence Fishburne or maybe Samuel L. Jackson? There was no no blue pill, red pill. Some distinguished black guy? Has anyone seen that uh, interview? No. What happened? Samuel Jackson went on uh, a talk show, I believe, on Fox. I could be making that up and could have my f- facts wrong. But they were asking him what it was like to have a Super Bowl commercial. And he was like, I'm not Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> <laughs> and he went off on this guy. It was awesome. The guy was mortified, as he should be. Uh, but it was hilarious. That's how yeah. I felt as about... So I have recently gotten rid of cable. It's I call it $100 a month freedom. It feels... Okay, until I want to see something on TV that I can't. And so I had to... But you can watch the Olympics. I watch some Olympics. But who I don't really want to have a lot. I love really? curling. Curling and I are BFFs. Um, Me and the, cur- and the, the, the one chick on the, sw- the Swiss, Swedish curling the team? The Swiss curling team? Yeah, okay, we can Big go with fan. that. Big fan. I thought you were going to say something about figure skating because they wear less clothing. But no, okay. the Swedish curlers are... And the Germans, I remember from last year. Actually, most of the Aryan nations. You grow up to be a curler. Hot if you're hot. Look good in snowsuits, I guess. They right? really okay. do. But but like Touché. skin tight snowsuits. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the Olympics. I'm a big fan. All I was gonna say is form and in the whopping hour of Olympics coverage that I watched, I saw the interview with Bodie Miller after he won the bronze medal, and the woman who was doing the interview was so awful that I had to turn the channel. She started with a, well, congratulations, it's your third Olympics in a row, you won a medal, we're so proud of you, how do you feel? And three questions later, she's going, I can tell you're emotional, how do you feel right now? And he's like, obviously crying and wiping his eyes. Basically, he's like, she got a minor in psychology and she was putting it to good use during the It was interview. so awkward. But how do you feel? And the guy next to him mean? just won the silver, so why don't you talk to him about the fact that he just won a silver? No, we don't need to talk to him, Bodie Miller's crying. <clears throat> Hey, Bodie. I look at the Maybe your brother died because he's sad. Can we discuss the fact that your brother bronze. died and you got a bronze medal? And oh, it was. I, I look at the Olympics like this. There is a very, very, very large chunk of it that I do not care for, which is the interviews, the post-event interviews, the biographies in between events, the lead up to the pomp and circumstance. We all know you're not the sporting type. All the, all the fleshing them. out stuff. But what I do enjoy is seeing nations compete. Okay. And I like seeing. So you're that. saying that we should have another war? Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what I was leading into. Thank you for stealing my thunder. I'm sorry. I think that war, just like Olympics, is very, very good and healthy for. No, I don't. I think that honestly, watching people compete on a on a world scale, competing for their countries, seeing professional athletes 
from the United States, from Canada, going back to their places of birth to compete for their country. I think I do it like that. says a lot. It meant watching the opening. Let's get in on this beer real quick, guys. Oh, okay. I just had a sip of it. You're going to hate it. Yeah, you You're are gonna absolutely going to hate this because I Whoa! love this. This is Goose Island Part 2. Yeah, we should talk about this. I'm um, going to say it like this. In two words, it stinks and it tastes like it went bad a couple months ago. That's not two words, sir. That's not two words. I love this. Um, I love it too. This, so this, we is did... like the, this is like the Rockfort of beer. <laughs> That's a great analogy. So this is part two of Goose Island because we did Sours with Jason a That's couple weeks correct. ago. And I don't re- Matilda and... Why don't you tell us which one this is? Because we know the answer <laughs> well, this, to that. <laughs> this is... I smelled I it and I'm bottom. already nervous. this is Juliet. You and like that they're all named after I women. Do, I do like that. Except for Pepe Nero. He's not I'm your type. I'm pretty sure that's not a woman. <laughs> Maybe it could be like a, a boy named Sue kind of thing where it's boy named Sue. a girl named Pepe. Yeah, a girl know. named Pepe. Who um, needs to shower? Entirely possible. So this is the, the Juliet uh, from Goose Island. It is their Belgian-style wild ale. Coming in at 8% even. Nice. And, uh, Which is a heavy sour. It is a Belgian-style ale aged in wine barrels with blackberries. Wow. Which you know I'm loving. So which is that funky, a little like expired alambic. Tartness, which is it is. It's it's, but it's it's a, a true higher, lambic. This is a higher ABV than a lot of sours and lambics you're gonna find. I've smelled it three times, but haven't been able to um but take is, a sip it yet. It is very 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 low on the carbonation, like a mm-hmm. like a true Belgian sour or lambic. She's loving it, folks. Shannon, your face says it all. Wow, it says it all. There's no part of you that can appreciate. My, These flavors, is there? I'm salivating. Right, it's like when you talk about a sour patch kid, and I start like my mm-hmm. yeah. There's the back of my this tongue is a starts to salivate. So I've mentioned before that I, I wake up pretty early, and I don't know if this is maybe just like a weird Ian thing, uh, but sometimes like my first bite of the day is just overwhelming, um, especially if it's something sour. If it's like a like a wedge of clementine. It's so overwhelmingly sour because I've had nothing else that day, so my taste buds are just like shut down. Um, we should get you sour toothpaste just you to see what that does. Morning. But this this <clears throat> like first sip kind of reminded me of that where it was just like yeah. Yeah, it's. I think that especially with the berry, um, with the berry content in in the beer, it, it really brings out that that lemony sourness as opposed to kind of a saccharine sourness, which a yeah, lot of definitely which a that, lot of beers that citrusy a lot of beers really try to replicate that that genuine fruit sour, but I think this really nails it. In my defense, I don't hate it. Wow. I'm learning. Also, I went to a Belgian event at Monk's Cafe where they were featuring all sorts of wild lambics. I took Amanda May mayhap before i knew what a true lambic was when all i knew of it was the like frambois Beers flavors and stuff <laughs> well i loved frambois which was a lambic Dude, that's the and one I've, lambic i can't drink i've had the creek got a bottle in my car can't do it why for a gift haven't been able to deliver it yet oh so you're giving the gift you didn't receive the gift correct okay um it was a surprise to me and thankfully we shared a lot of beers because otherwise a whole glass of one of these if you're not eating anything to offset the flavor is a little intense but that sort of set the standard for me and reset my brain for what a true lambic should taste like that being said well it's a good place to taste where at least in the the u.s where you're gonna find a true it was totally sketchy because i had pulled like an advertisement off of a cork board somewhere (laughs) and i walked in and we were a little late because she was never on time for anything which was driving me crazy um so we were a little late though (laughs) touche uh and i walked in and i like showed the sheet and was like where do i find this and they sort of just point to the back (laughs) and it was cash only even though there's a second bar back there and everything like you had to just sort of they covered your head in a hood and went <laughs> down several flights of stairs or at least you think it was down you're not quite sure because they were carrying you um and eventually you emerged into a small cell looking room where lambics were thrust at you where it was casual <laughs> that's where i had pliny for the first time that was the best part of that right day. somebody bought it for you some college boy who didn't know i was older than him and i dare not tell him otherwise yes 
Oh, Shannon. He brought it on his own as part of a beer exchange. Right. Yes. We got to get involved in these beer exchanges, I, I think. I think so, too. I don't know if I would bring Pliny West Coast, what do you exchange. want? West Coast, what do I want? Yeah, you're not the West Coast. I'm asking the West Coast, through our podcast, what they would like that we can ship to them. Adroit. I think we they do should. do want a droid. I think we could really. We're going to a droid Who this doesn't weekend. want a droid? I'm we'll sorry, Max. Weekend. I mean, if you want to drive down, it's happening. I'm working all weekend. We'll tell you how it was. <laughs> Please do. We'll take lots of pictures. I want video footage. Of our adroit experience? Yes. That'd you want to awesome. meet Mark and Greg I don't know if we should video? put that on video. Maybe we should. Let's, let's record this. <laughs> let's find out how many we have and then decide. Can we get a GoPro? Uh, it'll, be a dashing, it'll be a dashing road webisode. Yeah. So their website said, come this Saturday, we're going to have four to seven beers on draft. And I responded that they need to have seven because I'm thirsty. I'm not sure if they're going to listen, but four to seven is quite an array. Mm-hmm. And four, we can drink so fast. Well, we should share them all. Oh, yeah. We have <laughs> a dinner that night. We have to share. Yeah, we have them to all. work that night. Ugh. I feel like we only go fun places when we have to work, which makes them less fun. I feel <laughs> like you're pretty much always working. So true as well. It's we a tough life. We've got to squeeze the fun in between the work. We got a lot of flack online because I'm doing our taxes right now, and the fact that we can write off our beer consumption means that no one has any kind of empathy for what we're going through. Did I give you receipts for this? Because it cost me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't. <laughs> Did you buy it this year or last year, though? That's a bigger I question. It last year. Oh, okay. Also, no, you didn't. There's price tags on each of the bottles. Does that help? <laughs> I don't know if you can scan price tags on items through to the IRS. Probably not. I want to save those price tags for seven years just to prove that we have them. Um, so I want to go back to this beer real quick. Something I quite like about it, and this is not to say I dislike it when it's present, but there's like no funk to this. Often it's with clean. lambics, there's a lot of that funky old fruit kind of flavor. It's not a ripe raspberry flavor. It's blackberry. a fine if you want to call it blackberry, but oh. I taste raspberry. Just because you read the label and I didn't. Blackberries in it. Actually, I read the label I out loud listen. for all of us to hear. I was paying attention in class. I just don't taste blackberry. Is all I'm saying. <clears throat> Cousin Max, are you going to join us in our sojourn to Cicerone ship? Where's I? might not have remembered what Cicerone means. We're going for our Cicerone license, which is like the beer sommelier. Why is it an Italian word? I don't know. They made it up. It's a made-up word, which I love. They made up an Italian-sounding word for a beer connoisseur. And aren't you impressed? Why would they we are. at least make it a German or Belgian word? Because Germans just spit up things. The Germans like, no one would be able to pronounce that. Like, <laughs> There'd be no vowels Yeah, involved. but that sounds so much more badass. <laughs> Yeah, but who wants to be introduced at the restaurant? This is our official... I do. Be like, why are they here? I feel like if somebody introduces me as a Cicerone, I have to start talking about Pompeii and baguettes or... Wait, like the band Pompeii? No, baguettes. (laughs) Somehow when you said that, when you're like, someone introduces me as a Cicerone, I pictured you doing like a plie in front of their table or something. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I should be be putting on like a a cross-garter dance display or something like that. It's... You like to have your ankles out. I mean, if you want to do it, just I do. do it. And I'm wearing purple socks today. Wow. Good for you. I wore purple socks the purple the other day. Argos. Oh, I like that. Mine are just warm. It's cold out. Mine are too, but that's why I'm wearing boots. I'm very gray today. But you're always It's like your a sunny Eeyore outfit. Thanks for noticing me. My Eeyore outfit? Yeah. That's why I got this flashy tie on. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. Nobody knows. Uh, so I gotta say, I like this better than the other two that we had. I think Jason would have adored this. I like the adored crazy this. orange color. Yeah, it is a little... Funky. Not in flavor, but in color. This is a great fall beer. How about midwinter? The deep midwinter? Oh, it's deep, all right. It's not stopping. I don't think that it has enough spice for the winter. I, I like heavy, and I like spice in the winter time. And I think that this is um, this has a lot of flavors that really remind me of fall beers, even like pumpkin-y beers. This year, I think I decided I don't like spicy beers. No, no, no I don't. No, you, you may... I like Fireside Chat. You may be misconstruing what I'm saying. Fireside Chat is delicious. That but, was um, your ugly face. That was your version of my ugly face. It was still beautiful, though. Oh! I don't necessarily like spiced beers or spicy beers, but I like beers with 
that holiday kind of feel to them. I like winter warmers. Tavern spruce. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. I wouldn't order Not moving. It. Okay. I wouldn't order it either. I mean, I would consider Mad Elf to be a spicy beer. I don't think so. Cherries and honey aren't spicy. Yeah. Break away from Can I the tell you the other thing I just learned? you're so familiar with. We didn't buy any... You mean like full of spice? Transcend <laughs> spicy. So like a different definition entirely. A saucy Maybe lady even... is not necessarily saucy. She could be, though. She could be. And a beer could be spicy. It could be spicy, but it could also be... You mean spicy like... Like saucy? Like raucous. Raucous. Ooh. J.D. Ruckus? I feel that you have maybe deviated from what you were trying to say. You probably have, but this is a good beer. As the lady in the room, I have lost where you were trying to... Excellent. (laughs) No, I I like this a lot. Um, I think that it's... it's, I don't think that it's really a true sour, and I think it's kind of hybridized. Does she feel like a Juliet to you? Is that the name of the beer? This is the name of the beer. Let's talk about like that. Like Romeo and Juliet. Well, that's like the only Juliet I know. I mean, I know other Juliets, but if you're going to name some Juliet, it obviously well, has Oh, happy dagger, this is thy sheep. <laughs> this is thy sheep. Oh, my God. What? Well, I did. Oh, come on. That was a great. That was a nice was a homage. Great... That... Oh, come on. I did perfect. make a comment to Cousin Max before we started that the level of puns in episode 69 was sort of at about like 8.5. Was it too punny? We're going to go with yes. Okay. See, I'm going for, like, I've had two Shakespeare plugs so far in this episode. Just throwing that out there. And that is the theme this year at the New Jersey Ren Fair, so I'm going to talk about it a lot. Isn't that pretty much the theme every year? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fairly certain that Elizabethan England is pretty much the theme of the Ren Fair every yeah. year. Depends on which Ren Fair. Yeah. And also the sound of Ian, like... Uh. Snorting into the microphone is something I will not soon forget. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry for all of you driving. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of the Ren I kind of want to get you flown in. Wonderful, like, the <laughs> amount of work and effort that gets put into it, but I'm fairly certain that it's basically the same theme. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was it good. was Robin Hood, <laughs> and then King Arthur, and then. Three Musketeers. And you know who was at every one of those? Shakespeare. He was. And you know what show they did in every one of those? Shakespeare does a boat a, ride. A short Shakespeare show. Oh, okay. Uh, there is. Are the guys... I just feel like it's not really the Ren Fair unless something there is Shakespeare. Well, like when people yeah. that are not familiar with the whole Renaissance Fair thing attend the Renaissance Fair, they're anticipating seeing in our defense, Romeo and Juliet over there, Hamlet over here, maybe even Macbeth. You cannot say Usually, the word yes. doth. In any context without having someone go, oh, where's Shakespeare? Exactly. You know, because it's, he is the quintessence of Elizabethan literature. If it weren't for Shakespeare, we probably wouldn't care about that time period at all. (laughs) Most likely true. Outside of like, it happened in history. Sir Francis Drake was kind of a badass. Sure. Uh, Circumnavigating the globe and all that. Okay, but like 1066, Battle of Hastings, William of Orange, whatever. That's about all I know about it. There was a battle. I do remember at one point... At least from the story, he I didn't was have told. scurvy because he was from Orange. No, oh. um, but there was a battle. I don't know like, if that was supposed to be a pun. There or... was a big battle on a hill, and for the longest time, they were like, "Shoot the arrows at them! Shoot the arrows at them!" And it was like this big stalemate. And so they'd shoot the arrows like straight up the hill, and they would just be like shield wall. And then they'd shoot the arrows like high up the hill, and they'd be like, "Raise your shields!" <laughs> and then finally, some brilliant commander was like, "Let's do both." <laughs> and then they just started dropping because <laughs> they held some the high brilliant ground. Commander. Intelligence has cultivated over the years. Yeah. <laughs> but it was basically like they kept going back and forth and back and forth and back this and forth. This is when they learned that gravity was a thing? I guess. Oh, okay. But it took forever to Actually, I think finish that predates gravity. Could. Gravity 1066 was pretty early. No. Gravity did not exist yet. That wasn't until what? Jesus' time? Yeah, Jesus was no, around No, that was then, like the... Um... Napoleon? It's the Industrial Revolution, right? I don't know. Before 2000. Well, Newton, we're just together. saying historic things. No, no, no. no. Newton was in like the, what, 15, 1600s? Yeah. So again, Battle of Hastings oh, predates gravity. By like 500 years. Predates gravity. Those arrows just floated away. There was no gravity back then. I Thank think... you, Newton, by the way, for discovering and giving us gravity. He also gave us history. <laughs> Look at this. Without gravity, those what arrows would never have fallen. What a true Renaissance man. Those arrows have just been waiting you for gravity have to be discovered. You should Renaissance Fair. You should. When's We're there casting. Be a Newton-themed one? Are you interested, Cousin Max? We're casting. <laughs> you would look dashing in a cape. They can throw apples at you all day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, you were going to say something about the name of this beer. Oh, it's Juliet. Mr. Ian, would you like to weigh in about Juliet? Or you just want to keep tasting her tart goodness? Do you want to keep tasting her tart She's a little tart. Goodness. Is that what you're telling Juliet me? Juliet is a little tart. And I mean that in like she's little and, and tiny and a tart. You know what? As in just, slutty. Just on Juliet and, and Romeo, for that matter, uh, I find it really funny that it's been this classic, like, love story when really it was it's two like teenagers love two teenagers ever. that were really like crazy about each other for like two days six people died end of story they're remaking romeo and juliet that's basically romeo I, and juliet I are they just, making romeo the bad guy i just saw the promo they for might it. as well because he get basically got six he people just kills killed. everybody and what bothered me the most off the top of my head i do not remember who's playing it but there were two like 30 year old people and i feel like what well, it he is he didn't kill mercutio I feel like but he caused his death. He did cause it. He did kill Mercutio. He did, technically. He came between his blade. I feel like our society cannot understand a true love story between 14-year-olds. And that's why they're always played older. Well, I think you need the... I think that in our society, it's illegal to understand well, love true. between 14-year-olds. They did, um, I thought I knew what love was when I was 14. The... I did not stab myself over it. Don't hurt The me. Zeffirelli version had Don't a 15 or 16-year-old girl, and she got topless in it. Is that all you remember? She was, was 16 good. and there were boobies? No, no, it was really good. But they actually, I mean, it was a big thing at the time, but it was also like in the 60s, so kind of anything flew. Yeah. Um, there were basically pretty much like, no rules It was like, 60s. hey, mom, you cool with this? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to make a lot of money. That's cool. Mom was like, look, man, like whatever you want to do is like <laughs> Can I totally get the check, cool, please? man. Like I'm just saying. like. Uh, but it was actually a really excellent version of it because everyone was like, um, you know, Mercutio and, and Tybalt, they're all like, 15 year olds and all of a sudden these fights make sense these maybe fights, it's which are a just lesson like, about it's like parenting. a schoolyard it's like an it's a lesson on puberty yeah That's but it's basically like, what like the if whole you thing had is. a strong parent who said get back to your room and do your homework instead of like, imagine like up imagine street. middle school but these are rich kids imagine oh. middle school where everyone was carrying a sword and knew how to use it so and hormones like, plus sword middle school would have disastrous. been so much better yeah there'd be so many fewer friends that you knew <laughs> Actually, but there'd I, be a lot of friends love, that you used to know. Right. Like uh, That's Gautier. a song waiting to happen. <laughs> Gautier could make a guest appearance at the Renaissance Fair, too. That could be a name. All like Tybalt, tied up. Rikushu, Gautier. Gautier. <laughs> like, it's just... He sounds like he could be an explorer, you know? Just he does. Somewhere exotic. Like. Jacques Gautier or something like that? You know, you could do that. He could have, like, a little mustache with a pencil line to it. Commissioned by, you know, Queen Elizabeth? I don't know why the queen would commission a French anything, but okay. They were very closely tied throughout history. There was a lot of inbreeding. Dirty. <laughs> Maybe he was from Orange. The queen tied up No friends. scurvy. No, okay. <laughs> All right, what is the next beer you've chosen for us? we got to finish this business. I need to yeah, cleanse Shannon, my palate. Pop Shannon off with this. Who's up for some seconds? I'm I liking am. it. Because you know what? I appreciate good beer. I appreciate Juliet. That saucy wench. Yeah, but seriously, I got into a conversation with somebody about it, and it's it's true. Romeo and Juliet, not a good love story. No, I don't like awful. it at all. I If I have to read it, watch it, It's or good because they all died so time. young. If they'd lived like another 30 years, they would have been like, so many more people would have died. So many more people well, would have died. Well, they would have hated each other, I bet. It's like They'd the like, Hatfields with nothing in common. Their families would have been torn asunder. Asunder. As if a pack of wild bears emerged into You're Verona. prepared for your wedding. No one else uses that word. Asunder. Torn asunder? Yes. Um, Good word. Now, are they like Firestone Walker bears? Oh, yes. Or are they Firestone oh, Walker yes. lions? They come in like pugilists. Could you imagine just a line of bears walking in like circus bears, but like, all ready for like... a fight? <laughs> so, did Ian tell you that he got quite engaged with Firestone Walker about this debate? I got a little heated. I asked, well, they wouldn't even answer me. But they backed up the bear theory, didn't they? No, they did not. So how did you get heated in an, in an engagement with them? We got married. No. Oh. <laughs> well, that's just Walker? adorable. <laughs> no, I was hanging out, and uh, I was drinking some Firestone Walker, and I found them on Twitter. Twitter? That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I sent them a tweet, and I said, hey, look, guys, running conversation. Who wins in the fight? And they're like, huh, we hadn't really thought about that. And they're like, yeah, I think you should drink a few more Firestones and let us know what you think. <laughs> and I was like, well, clearly, I think it's the lion. <laughs> Well, clearly, I've already had quite a few Firestones, and I believe, therefore... He said something about the abs. That's what it always comes back to. ripped. You mean the bony rib cage that you see emerging? It is not bony. It is very... Don't back him up. ...muscular. <laughs> Don't back him up. I'm just saying this I've seen the label. Us. Oh. Okay. You know who the bear reminds me of? Who's that? Are you familiar with the movie Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? Yes. 
Or is it Snatch? You're thinking of Snatch. Snatch. You're thinking of Gorgeous George. I am thinking of Gorgeous George. He's like, he's got that layer of fat on top, but he's still like a big guy. And the bear just reminds me of him. He's so are you comparing the lion to Brad Pitt? Uh-huh. Really? Yes, really? who one punches him out. Really? Can yes. I, can I defend? He's handsomer, too. Can I defend that concept? <laughs> I have I think been that bear is gorgeous, by the way. Vehement. As in George. Exactly. Since high school, I have been vehement that I do not think that Brad Pitt is attractive. And it's because I think he has the jawline of a monkey. Like, that's why he was in 12 Monkeys. Studies actually show that more women lean towards men that are more aboriginal looking. It's, it's I just safety. know a lot of guys with beards. That's all I'm going to say. No, I mean, and I, mean, I mean this legitimately. I'm just going to say. Women I don't... find men that look more simian Michael to be C. more Hall. attractive. Michael C. Hall, who plays Dexter, is very, he's got that. He's extremely simian looking. Yeah, but everyone's like, hmm. It took me a while. Robert Dexter. John Leonard took me a while because he's got these cheekbones that I think could like break balloons. They're so Who's pointy. That? Uh, he's the guy from House. The, not House, but the doctor, the other doctor in The house. blonde guy? Yeah. Claudio. Yes. From Much Ado About Nothing. Yes, that's ah, what I learned Bringing it back from. to Shakespeare. Exactly. What's up, Juliet? Look at all these Shakespearean <laughs> segues here. I love this. Also, I want to be Beatrice before I die. By the way, Shakespeare on a segue, of... mental picture, just think about it. <laughs> oh, that could happen at a Ren Fair. <laughs> could that be They're the title of this episode? This is a Shakespearean segue. It just... <laughs> Could that be the title of this episode? Shakespeare, Shakespeare on a Segway? Can we just get Shakespeare a Segway? Yes. For the NJ Renfair and be like, you need to run around on this. And be like, nice Segway. <laughs> it could happen. Ooh. It's called sponsorship. We could make it happen. Why are we not in like research and development for the Renfair? Because we drink too much. <laughs> no, we drink just enough. Do we? If we record it, Has so anyone we seen Knights of Badassdom yet? Okay, so. A I'll friend... admit, I really want to see it. You do or do not? I do. Ah. <sighs> So a friend of mine saw it and said it's pretty epic until it's got the last. In it. Apparently, the producers got a little cut heavy. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> but he's playing a Renfair character, so he With might as well be Tyrion. Peter Dinklage is pretty awesome. Yeah, and it's I also got like uh, he, he, Abed. If, let's Abed Danny and, Pudi. and the guy from uh, True True Blood. Blood. Yes, her brother. I'm gonna put it up there like this. He gets if, naked all the time. Jason Stackhouse. Yes. So if I was if I was the the editor in chief of Time Magazine, Peter Dinklage would have been on the cover for Man of the Year. For Man of the Year, I think he's amazing for his political savvy. Just for everything, political acumen, I would say. Mm. But uh, no, I just in general, I think he's just a pretty badass guy. It came out a long time ago. I think they recut it and re-released it after all the leads got famous. Okay. I think it came out in 2011. If I and read it correctly, approximately 700 percent more people were interested after the leads were famous. Well, yeah. because it's really hard to sell. I only found out about it like a year ago. So. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I would really like to see it. They were showing it at a theater near in you? Lancaster. A theater near you. Yeah, exactly. Literally, just like only near you, though. <laughs> when they not, said that, not actually the, near when they said that in the commercial, they were speaking <laughs> to Shannon. <laughs> showing at a theater near you. We mean you, Chad <laughs> And only you. Um, it's actually down the street. <laughs> Literally, make a not, left out of your house. They're showing in 20 Drive minutes. Drive two if you, miles. If you move quickly, you can make it. In. It is on Netflix, but you have to order it on uh, DVD. It does not, it's not streaming. But isn't it also showing in theaters? Just at the one near me. Just I think, in like... I think that people asked for it you. and they ordered it and it was like a one night only, one showing only kind of like throwback Thursday kind of thing. I really thought this was like a new film. Nope so confused anyway if you would like to have a screening at your house you could order it on netflix and we can all come over and watch it because i am totally game of are you game of thrones because <laughs> of the wars who else is super excited by the way it's only what two months away april oh my god i'm so excited i like it so much better and than... i just can't hide it than walking I'm about dead. to lose control and i really like I love it. the walking dead though i'm just saying if you're gonna make me pick I like Game of Thrones much better. Oh, I don't know what I would pick. I would agree with you. I want to be Daenerys when I grow up. I, I don't really want to be any of the characters from Walking Dead when I grow I up. Would, uh, I would really Not agree even that between the two shows that I, I do like them both, but Game of Thrones has pretty much smashed any other show's dreams or ambitions of ever becoming my favorite show. Boom. So I'll have I it. think if this series became a show, it could give Game of Thrones. Robert Jordan, Wheel, Wheel of Time. time. I think it's too lengthy. To it is. Honest. But it could let it way could too be, long. be like Game of Thrones is only going to be like maybe 8 seasons. This could be like 30 seasons. Let's be this real. could be like the best soap opera ever. They tried to make sort of truth a series and it was awful. Oh, yeah, that's because like 
They Disney tried to make Channel. it like, but, yeah, but, PG. But I, I just want to throw it out there that length of series is not an indicator of quality. True. Firefly was one series, one uh, one oh, season. Don't, I don't want to talk about that. Simpsons is third. Although seasons. there is a chance that I'll be working Comic Con this year, and I know the people that are doing the scheduling, so I might get to hang out with some cool people. Uh, I don't care if you get Josh me into Whedon. the flower show. Could you get me into Comic Con? Uh, I'm thinking like Nathan Fillion would be awesome. Oh, would he was awesome. just on Community. Somebody was hanging out last year with Summer Glau, and I was like, ah, Why can't I? You actually that was that the girliest noise you have made noise. in a long. You really just needed to jump up and down and clap while you did that. I and... did. Oh, well, last time. But he's that. not wearing his bra right now, so he can't. It okay. hurts when you jump. He would have <laughs> taken his bra off and thrown it in the air as he jumped and clapped. <laughs> What's your next? I think I'd rather hang out bro. with James. It's the but... bro, right, for gentlemen? Yes. Yeah. It's the bro, not the bra. I'm so disappointed that you finally have your whiteboard and we've said nothing worth writing down. It doesn't matter. It's a shopping Look, list right now. <laughs> it's a like... shopping list. These are all things that I need to get. <laughs> the whiteboard has not come up in every episode. We can't force the whiteboard. And twice now, you have tried to force the issue. I'm just disappointed. Though, Don't can't we get a secondary whiteboard just for, like, gauntlets being thrown or things like that? Just, uh, whiteboard oh, I think that, we please. did throw a, a gauntlet. Yeah, we should have like whiteboard. a standing whiteboard. I was thrown a gauntlet beforehand that said that I had to be punnier than Cocktail Pete. But yes. Also, what's your um, what's the slap situation on that? I got well, it's it's before the board of commissioners. I don't know. Oh, okay. Slap update. Yeah. So I got two. I used one. I had one left, and then somebody was being a bit of a douche, and the slap commissioner gave me a second one. Oh. <gasps> and he, he objected. Me think the lady doth protest too much. If Cocktail we're going with Pete our is not a lady. Theme. <laughs> Uh, well, he can be a little bit. True. He's got good hair. I am. On occasion. Come on now. Uh, so yes, hypothetically, I might have two slaps still. Which so I was, feel was not one slap rendered at time of said douchery? No, no, it was a, it was I promised. have one added into my pocket, basically. Ooh. And he see, said, he said, challenge, and it is under review. So we will Here's see. the thing. If every time he's a strong douche he gets you get awarded another slap it could go on forever but maybe it'll teach him to be less of a douche which i think is what we all want from him we love you pete i can't argue with that we love you i find peter to be rather charming when's the last time you and peter were in the same room because the pun situation far too long you pete and uh rich lee could get a little insane that'd be a richly punerific environment I'm not encouraging that at all. No, no. Few things that I do are encouraged, actually. <laughs> um, I'm really a big fan of this. I'm glad. I'm glad there's so much of it because you didn't want the second glass. I am very happily churning through my first glass. Churning? Did you say turning or churning? Churning. Churning. Like butter? Yes. She is from Lancaster. <laughs> it's like butter. It's like butter. All right. So, we're throwing a little uh, interesting mix into the mix here. Uh, Your vocabulary is I know, so... it's only getting better. Uh, but when we were in Pittsburgh, we picked up a whole bunch of random stuff. And one of them is the Rivertown... With an E. Old Willie's IPA. Is the old with an E as well? No. That's disappointing. It might even be Wiley's, but I want to call it Willie's. Yeah, but, but the Rivertown having an E and the old not having an E is a little... Old timey, I agree. But Rivertown is a place. But I know, but for you're just for uniformity, it would be I nice to with, have uniformity. I agree with cousin Matt. Rivertown right. with an E, old with an E. How about this? I will get you the contact information for Rivertown, and you may write them I a concerned them. letter from a concerned citizen. From a concerned citizen. Concern. Yes, describing your marketing strategy because that's your new favorite thing. To now do. let's try this beer because we might be concerned also with the flavor. Touche. Let's not sign be, it until we have... We might be really happy with the flavor here. Are you still drinking that first glass? Holy wowza, Bowza. <laughs> All right. So this I is just a, a, an IPA. Just a single IPA. I don't know. IPA. Would you call that Willie or Wiley? How's it spelled? W-Y-L-I-E. It looks like Wiley. Wiley. But it's way funnier when you say Willie. Well, I think it's that old-timey spelling. <laughs> it's old Willie's. <laughs> but it's not old with an E. Well. So how old-timey can it be? E. Obviously, continuity is important to you, Cousin Max. It is. Continuity with an E. Not a U. (laughs) Continuity. Am I too sober that this isn't funny? I'm really confused. Well, maybe if you had another glass of the... Juliet. Juliet. 
What a tall glass of water she is. I like to take my Juliet in moderation. I'm sorry. Really? Maybe it takes a man to truly appreciate Juliet. Mm, or a young boy. <laughs> or that. I think a man appreciating Juliet is a little... Dirty. I'm yeah. going to Just... drink less in the future. <laughs> no, stop. Let it go. Here, you can just drink from the can. You don't even need to finish that right Ooh, away. That's, it smells that's like the, hops. That's the way you're supposed to drink uh, Hello, old timey IPA. Rivertown. Old-timey old Rivertown, old Wiley's Willie. I like this drunk fish with the hat. Wiley's Willie. It's, it's, it's old Wiley's Willie. I like the smell of that. He put 15, I actually do like the smell of that. 15, it's a resume, years, though. 15 years of recipe development into this India Pale Ale. Creating the fourth dimension of flavor. That's what can you tell me about the ABV or where in Pittsburgh? Four varieties of hops produces a unique beer that has an aggressive hop flavor. Six two bite and aroma without denying the presence of malt, which IPAs often lack. True. That is good for you, Rivertown. But also, I think I like them more for that. (laughs) I don't. I like I like that grapefruit citrus smack. I don't really like the malt. See, but I feel like malt is the the follow through. The blend. Is where it all comes down to. Because the same reason... I know that you like hops. I do like hops. I know that you're a huge fan of hops. And that that's why you gravitate away from a lot of German beers. Not a citrus. Because they are malt. Wow. They're literally hopped just enough to preserve them. Max, taste this. There's like a candy in the bottom of my glass. There's something... Like an actual physical Is it like a conversation heart from Valentine's Day? No. You're drunk. <laughs> it's more <Crap>. like... <laughs> right? If your conversation heart what tells you you're drunk. What an incredible marketing idea would that be for beers? It's like a little heart thing pops out. It just says you're drunk. Go home. You're drunk. <laughs> yes. In your glass. Go home, girlfriend. You're drunk. It's either drink more, you're drunk, or I love you. It'd be you. like a magic eight ball. <laughs> I love you, but only till the morning when you forget that I said this. Or my name. You will regret this in the morning. It's a little like a Werther's original, maybe? There's a little candy in there. Sorry? I don't mean a sweet There's candy. There's not like actually a candy in here, no. folks, just so we're clear. <laughs> the flavor is like a candy. Mm, okay. Not a Werther's, but yes. So identify it. It's like an old bad candy. That's fine. Oh, this sounds scrumptious already. Like, we'll see, but we're actors. So everyone knows that old woman who sits in the front row at the matinee who wrestles with her candy the whole time as you're trying to do your show and you're just hearing crackle, crackle, crackle. I like that old lady. I don't like the guy on his cell phone, though. There are times when I wanted to climb off the stage and open all of her candy for her and be like, are you quite done? Well, here's the thing about old people is if they're not sucking on candy, they're coughing, and I don't know which is more distracting. <laughs> Touche, sir. I'd rather them Touché. suck on the candy. Or going to the bathroom. Or going to the bathroom. So if you need Wear a smack diaper. on that candy, go for it. Oh, my gosh. All right. So this also, is as an actor. coughing. If you can't get past a little candy crinkle, that's your problem. Somebody talking on the phone is an entirely different story, because that's like a conversation happening in front of you while you're also trying to have a conversation. That's rude. Candy crinkling is like, oh, the wind is blowing outside. Can I deal with that? Probably. Oh, there's cars driving by. Can I deal with that? Yes. It's raining really loud in this cheap theater. Can I hear it? We all can. Yes. Can I ignore it? Sure. Maybe it's because Ethel sat in the same seat every time oh, for like Ethel. two years. Maybe it's just because I'm a superior performer. Oh, a thespian extraordinaire, if Extraordinaire. You will. We'll go with that. Has to be it. I don't dislike this IPA. I'm pleased, sir. Please, sir, may I have some more? I think that the, uh... Ask the guy with the cans. Yeah, I thought that'd bring a chuckle. I'm gonna be honest. Max, do you have the biggest cans here? It's I've tough got to the see. biggest cans of them all. But, um... And I don't even wear a bro. But um, <laughs> I'll be honest. I think that the P in this IPA stands for plain. I'm not saying I love this one, but I don't hate it. It's uh, it's not overly hoppy. Also, it's been sitting for like... We've aged it for like yeah. seven months, maybe? Yeah. For 15 years while it was in R&D. <laughs> um, no, no, I mean, but... it's. I don't find... There's nothing unpleasant about it. I would love to try a fresh can of this as well. I would like to try this at a brew pub in... Or around the Pittsburgh area, Rivertown. We are going back so, next month. I mean, like that's that's where I think that this would be. I think this this is probably like the coolest little beer pub in the area, and everybody goes there to get this IPA because it's fresh. This fresh seems like it would be really good, but I think that it's probably lost some of its characteristics that it originally had. But that being said, it hasn't soured. It hasn't become and not soured. Can I like be honest, Juliet? Sure. It's it hasn't become. We less didn't get quality. this in Pittsburgh. No? No. The six-pack that was in Narnia, I bought in Virginia and gave to you. But Rivertown is in Pittsburgh. It is. Okay. 
Um, so it's still a Pittsburghian. Correct, but it is only as old as November. It is not as old as July. That's a big deal for an IPA. Sure, still puts it in the the range. No, I mean I just. But it could have been sitting. These are the folks who made the pineapple beer. Remember the pineapple beer? Same folks, same cans. The good, the dull pineapple juice beer. Yes. Not the fantastic cluster F. Yes, um, correct. Oh, you're yes. so classy. We can take you places. You're so. Beer. I'm so proud no, of you. Yeah, that. The, <laughs> can we talk about the Fantastic Voyage again? Just a quick thirty second plug. We can real quick because I was at Tria the other night and they finally sold their last bottle oh, at Twelfth Street. God. How and long on was it that on? Night, oh, like six months. Since we oh. did the podcast. Since we did the podcast, it, it was just on. started appearing everywhere. And I was like, and we people, would never order did it. Everyone listen to this podcast and not actually listen to the podcast. They were they doing just heard the name. They were doing like, everything they could to get rid of that beer. They were like oh, giving it away to people. Yeah, and like we would even talk to everybody that worked. And everyone's like, they were like, we don't really like it. No, just and like every once in a while, one person would be like, I didn't hate it, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, did you try it? Yeah. No, no, I didn't try it. But right now, I will buy a bottle of I this was so there, that you never drink it again. I was there on the very night that it kicked. And guess what replaced it? Something amazing. Firestone Succuba! And I got a bottle of it. That was a good night. It was a good night, but a bad oh, morning. Oh, God, it was a bad morning. <laughs> but a good morning at the same time. No. It's one of the rougher mornings I've had since, <laughs> Your birthday. since my birthday of two years ago. Wait, was that the... The chocolate stout birthday. When was the bike riding incident? Ooh, in between those. Uh, you know what? I didn't feel terrible the next day after that, though. You should have. I, I didn't, though. I think if you... Not because of the drinking. I understand. Well, I felt terrible <laughs> as, like, a shame. cousin. <laughs> Actually, all things considered, that was just a pretty pretty interesting evening. What's wrong with bike riding in the rain? In a like suit. While drunk. In a suit. That should while be, like, a cute drunk. song lyric. If Natalie Ambrulio was talking about bike riding in the rain in a dress, we would all be, like, delighted by it. I'm sure... I don't sure... even know who that is. She wrote the song Torn, Torn. which has a wonderful online mime that goes with it. Your bra's showing through your dress shirt again. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's red and lacy. <laughs> My nipples are hard. So, oh, God. So seductive. And pierced. Hey, Mine friends. used to be pierced. I don't know if you knew that. I'm pretty sure I didn't know that because I've years. seen you shirtless almost never. <laughs> A couple years I had them. I'm really glad you finished that with almost never. Well, we went swimming I was sometimes. about to get really By far worried. way more painful than tattoos. You have tattoos? You're such a mystery to me. But I am a mystery. Only under a shirt. <laughs> Obviously, they're not on your ankles because I've Obviously seen those not. time and time again. If I had tattoos on my ankles, then I would also he's be got wearing a red a little, lacy bra. He's got a little bunch of cherries on his uh, yeah, I've right got, I've got a couple. I've got seven tramp stamps. That's right. Count them. <laughs> that makes ladies. it sound like your waistline is very robust. <laughs> One of them just says his name upside down, so they'll remember it in the morning. <laughs> Oh my god. So we have one more Goose Island that we have to squeeze in. Which one is it? Um, Jillian. Oh. I hope she's skinny if we have to squeeze her in at the last minute. Well. She looks like a fat strawberry to me. <laughs> wow. I'm a big fan of So she's a ginger. We've learned she's uh, a redhead. I'm saying not a ginger. I'm saying like full-blown strawberry. So this is not a soulless beer. Wow. Jason's going to hear this. <laughs> Um, this is brewed with strawberries, honey, and white pepper, and aged Ooh. in wine barrels. Nine See, but five. I care to know what kind of wine barrels. Just wine barrels. That's too generic. It's the, uh, the Matthias wine barrels ah. of yesteryear. So, I bought a white wine recently that was Italian in style. In style? Or was it Italian? So, that wasn't a nice dry oak Chardonnay? Yes. Exactly, because I'm willing to try any white wine that is not Chardonnay, <clears throat> which Ian only ruined Chardonnay. for me once. <laughs> he totally had this guy moment. We were at a dinner party. Party. It was the most elegant party in all of New York. And the hostess said, um, drinks, can I get you a drink? What would you like? And I said, what white wine do you have? And before she could answer, Ian puts his hand up and he goes, do you have Chardonnay? Because she doesn't want Chardonnay. Do you have anything else, maybe? Because, like... ABC. <laughs> I don't remember how that story ended, but Except I'm pretty with sure your girlfriend. they had not Chardonnay. <laughs> they did not. Uh, they did not have Chardonnay. They Chardonnay. It just... was. It was just because I was trying you to be trying polite. You were trying to be polite, but I knew the people, and I got. I cut to the chase. Cut to the quick. Cut to the Chardonnay. Cut to the quick. That's more Shakespearean. We're on a theme today. It's true. Actually, I think it's cut me to the quick. Not it is actually. Quick. I never thought that well, someone quick, would school Ian and Chardonnay. Apparently, 
It's by your nails. fingernails. Yeah. Right. So when Which you cut hurts me to the quick, it's, uh, it's a very uh, <sighs> egregious offense. So because I had just met them, I didn't want to be too blunt. Do you remember who it was? Yes. It was Asia and her husband. Jonathan. Jonathan. Okay. So I saw this recently online, and I kind of scoffed at it, but then we have this moment right now, and I'm going to give it a try. And apparently it's uh, how to open a beer bottle without with a using quarter. a bottle opener. Should I stand back? Probably. Um, this is only funny to me because the ingredients you need to open it are kind of crazier to find than a bottle opener. <laughs> you need a okay. refrigerator magnet and a quarter. So, like, who's carrying those around in their pocket versus a keychain bottle opener? Uh, and basically, you put the magnet on the Oh, my God, you're going to do the fancy... I'm going to give it a roll. Wow. You put the magnet facing up, magnet side up, and then you put the bottle on top of it. And then apparently, all you need to do is just... I'm terrified. <laughs> it might not work. I only saw it online. You just tap the neck. This is a bigger bottle, too, than he used online. Could you use a smaller one and try it? I can try. This you is not it? working, for the record. No. The noise gave it away. Nothing. I believe we've been had. Nothing well, happened. Well, I mean, it looked cool online. Also, how strong does the magnet have to be? Cause Nothing there's... was specified. Okay. He said a refrigerator magnet. Starting to think a good thing we have an opener. No. Maybe the objective is to just break the neck of the bottle. That it's not be. hitting it so many times. So in the yes. video, the, the cap just pops off. They probably had it pre- Where's well, the any twist prime? off? He, he said, you know, this is not a, this is a brand new bottle, and he turned it upside down. So I will look into that. I will practice it and see what happens. That's good. I'm going to it would find be a good that party video trick. and leave a negative comment on it. I will leave a negative comment as well. If there's a dislike button, I shall press it. One of my friends from work is able to open a beer with his forearm, and it's a very manly forearm. He now, comes from like a logging family, but no, it is a twist off. I was going to say, I could also a... twist off a bottle. He's got like four deer in his freezer because his parents killed that him. That's a the huge time. freezer, yeah, right? Yeah, I kept also telling him, abnormally large. He's freezer. the one dating a vegan that I kept telling him I would take that extra. What does meat she off think about the freezer? She's the fifth deer in the freezer, <laughs> <laughs> or she will be soon. Oh, epic. I don't know how you can really have four frozen deer in your freezer and be dating. I'm not going to say he has only one freezer. But Why do you guys still have so much beer? So tell us more about your strawberry. Strawberry. I don't know anything about my strawberry. Well played, Cousin Max. You rarely are. This is much clearer. Much more of a straw color. Almost like a like a hefeweizen. Yeah. Isn't this a, a farmhouse? This is a Saison. It's got a sparkling. Why can't you say Shannon? Fruity. You're right. Why do you have to? Oh, it's a saison. Almost a summery it's smell to it. It's the same thing, it. darn it. No, it's a farmhouse saison. I'm sorry. Yes, that you are correct. This is a farmhouse. It smells saison. like strawberries. Does it? I I'm love strawberries. Lie. This is like. It smells like early season strawberries. That's what I was saying. Not it ripe like, ones. This smells like early summer. It smells sour. Can I specify that for you? Well, it will be sour. Yes. Yes, these are all sour, if that wasn't made abundantly clear at the beginning of the Goose Island podcast from like four weeks Part ago. Part one. The sour Goose Island podcast. That's why he spent so much money on it, because it was oh, worth it to make me make this face. Shakespeare on a sour segue? <laughs> sour segue Just Shakespeare? Just for alliteration, I like it, yeah. Shakespeare's sour face? Shakespeare's sour face. God help us if we ever go into music. I don't know. Max is very talented. Okay. I remember we were going to get him to play piano for a talent festival or something? The best is yet to come. I think we could do some amazing YouTube videos if we just learned how to edit. I think we should have had some dumb. amazing YouTube videos of me passed out on the couch at the Mad Elf podcast. Oh, we do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> that would have been pretty... Uh, the problem great. is we skipped Christmas this year because... You put the bar so high last year, we weren't sure what I we could... I fell asleep. I don't know how that's party bar high. <laughs> that's fairly impressive for a podcast. It's like a very active experience. Well, it was also a two-hour-long Mad Elf What, you've never drank coma. for two hours before? Not Mad Elf. I'm going to say... Mad Elf. Amateur. It means that my gift was not lively enough to keep him awake. <laughs> you look like a rabid squirrel. Uh, this is way less sour than the last one, I find. I, just, I don't know. Jason in the antlers was almost enough to keep me. That's lively enough for any enough experience. He still has those antlers. He wears them 
nightly. He moved them. Shannon Shannon especially requests him to wear those antlers <laughs> from time to time. I don't want to know about that. <laughs> la, 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 Honey, could you uh, put on the antlers, the antlers on? I'm pretty sure it's that one thing that he keeps losing that I keep conveniently Just finding sure again. Just make sure he doesn't wear those antlers around that coworker of yours. Or is he might all end up in the freezer. Oh, you mean the one with the forearms. I got gotcha. you. And okay. the deer in the freezer. I have more than one coworker. Was more of the, uh, <laughs> that was more of the uh, connection that I was trying to make there than the forearms. I think I know somebody that can undo a bottle with their eye. That's just creepy. Terrifying. Yeah. All I do is open cans with my teeth. I bet they're very simian, though. I bet they have a big brow ridge, whatever you want to call do it. Do you taste and strawberry? And lots and lots of scar tissue buildup from previous excursions. That I wish you saw? Sarcastic Mr. Know-It-All? Close your eyes and I'll kiss you. This got awkward. <laughs> <laughs> strawberry, do you taste it or do you just smell it? Much flavor. Such strawberry. Very tasty. I don't get strawberry per se. Huh. Mm. The strawberries do taste like strawberries. The strawberries taste like strawberries. The strawberries taste like strawberries. I like it. I said it. I think it's it's clean. Whoa, whoa. Put whoa, that face whoa. away. Pause. Put Repeat, that Jason. face away. Just dub that and loop it. <laughs> when the beat drops. Um, I think I'm getting the white pepper. I think I'm getting the farmhouse. I think I'm getting a lot of flavors that I really enjoy, and then it finishes sour. When I'm so drinking I can handle this, that. When I'm drinking this, I'm sitting outside. Watching somebody June. mow the lawn? June. Of course, because I wouldn't dare do such a pedestrian act myself. Who would do that? Um, this is a lawnmower watching beer. This is Or a lawnmower riding beer. Like in the back, though. No, like on the lawn. See, that's the only time where I would be okay with mowing the lawn. Is if well, I that's what a lawnmower beer is, though. A lawnmower beer is a beer that you can drink while driving your lawnmower. Ian, what's oh, the ABV on this one? While watching Nine somebody five. else mow your lawn. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I'm or, surprised. like, riding on the back of it, like, in a little sidecar, and just being like, <gasps> go driving, man. I want a sidecar lawnmower. A lawnmower, yeah. I can see you I on that. I think it would be, like, a red wagon. <laughs> right. But, like... Just duct tape the duct tape, side. Yeah, <laughs> with, like... You know, like, the bar that comes out the front? It'll be turned to the side somehow, and just Soldered duct tape. Yeah, and just, like... This is good enough. For some reason, I can see you doing that, but like poking the driver the whole time. Did we hold hey, a fishing hey, rod with beer. a beer bottle on it? Genius. Set up the carrot. Yeah, yes. That's good. I approve this message. I like this beer. This is my favorite one of it's the day. I liked, actually. I like Juliet better. This is very nice. I would drink these at two completely different times of the year for different occasions. What's her name? I forget. Jillian. Jillian. Oh. That makes me think of like healthy thoughts, Jillian Michael and all of that. But otherwise, I might be wrong in my reference here, but it makes me think of James Caan's wife in the show Las Vegas. That's not obscure. I know. Great show, though. (laughs) (laughs) Can't comment. Great cast of characters. It was a good cast of characters. Well executed. What do you think, Max? Chick from um, White Collar is on it. The, uh, The black lesbian. Oh, I like her. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Yeah, so going back to my uh, my vision of what I'm experiencing when I'm drinking this, it's like June sitting outside, sipping on this. Anyone who has listened to the last 70 episodes know you're not an outdoor I'm character? I'm not, but I think that that's... Maybe sitting at an open window. Okay. Or on a cool porch with a fan. On a patio <laughs> at a <coughs> There's restaurant. There's definitely a, a porch involved. My parents' porch, perhaps. It stays pretty cool in the summer. Yeah, I mean, covered it's a, as long as it's not Stone. in the sunlight. Yeah. Oh. All right. Oh. You are a vampire. I after must all. be because I cannot stand sunlight. Only the tanning. bigger your beard gets, you're starting to be closer to a werewolf. I'm thinking. That's fine. I'm like a like a hybrid kind of deal, as long as there's no sun involved. But um. Just moon. It's fine. Just just moonlight. But uh, no, I, I like this. Vampire it's, by day, and I'm not werewolf by night. And, and I think you guys know pretty well that uh, I don't really lean towards lighter beer. See, but I think it's light in color, but full in body. It's just, I mean, I typically lean towards those dark beer characteristics. Right. That's you smoke, like that quads, malt, that, you like right. Orders, I like you big, like stout, beefy, like. Dare I say, Jillian is voluptuous. I would call her a little voluptuous. She's quite a starlet. Now I'm thinking Lana Del Rey. Totally showing my not man card today. I don't know who that is. I'm going to go with someone hot that I would know if You're I were a guy. You're going from like A's to B's to C's to D's at this point. Lana Del Rey? <laughs> she's hot. Oh, I, I figured agree. he meant I, D's. Like She's probably, yeah, she's probably like a C plus. 
a voluptuous sea. We're right back there. Boom. Yeah. So this uh, Jillian is a voluptuous sea of flavor. I am. Sea of flavor. I like that. I'm getting a tart strawberry. I am getting the white peppercorn and i'm getting a very earthy saison part of me almost thinks that this should be better named as juliet who is a little bit of a tart slash a little spicy i think that it's interesting that i I like the way that they they made the strawberry the tartness because it's not it's not a a synthetic tartness at all Mm -mm. or even an aged tartness well that's what i like about all four of these is there's just like we threw a lot of berries into this bottle this reminds me of the blueberry nightmare I was in so about, much, I about that last night. In so much that the blueberries are sometimes tart. And well, and very tart. And I actually, I hate blueberries, except for the point just before ripeness, where there's like still some green streaks in them. But and they are tart and sour. Right, and so you know what I'm getting at with the strawberry in this, where it's berries will have that point where before they get really sweet, they're at that point where they're still tart, but they have just enough... Right, there's, going there's some them. sugars, which is basically we've been sitting around so, too long. So the strawberry in this is not, it's, I think that it's profound enough. I mean, strawberry seems like it's a hard flavor to really pull off successfully in a beer. Here's the thing with strawberries, and I know this is going to be my girl moment of the podcast. It's uh, okay, I've had lots of those. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It. I'm just balancing He's you out a little bit. actually in the lead right now. Um, every girl knows the flavor of fake strawberry because when we were strawberry seven we had it in the Trust lip gloss me, most yep. guys know most guys know that too <laughs> I, I can almost recall the name slash i can definitely sensory recall the flavor of that girl that, that you first the cucumber tasted melon hand sanitizer oh i hate that stuff oh, nice. cucumber and melon do not me belong together it just reminds me of high school anyway it's probably the only time i liked melon i believe you because it was on a sweet girl pretty much the only time that i liked uh lip gloss <laughs> I thought you were going to say high school girls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. guys. You've got three to <laughs> they choose never from. never out of style. <laughs> Max, which one was your favorite? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the um, the Jillian. And Excellent. because it was such a surprise. I'll second that. I think really? that it was... I really liked the Juliet. I liked it a lot. Four um, minutes ago, you said you liked the Juliet better. But the Juliet is a flavor profile that I'm used to. And then this is really... I like the sour from the Juliet better. I like this is a better If I was drinking a sour, I would want the Juliet more. But, I but would this drink is, a second glass of this. This is really, really nice. Good thing, because you only drank half of that glass. You can have half again, which yeah, and is you almost like the other glass of the Juliet. I thought you guys liked me. Why do you do this? We like you because... I bring the podcast to, equipment. We, we, I get it. But get we it. need to, like... You look good to, in that headset. <laughs> We need to keep you honest. Yeah. It's our job. We're not going to let you lie. You don't let me lie to our guests, our listeners. I'm, I never lie. It's tr- I've heard that right about now. you. <laughs> That's not true at all. You're, you're lying When right we're now. done with this, you're going to have to show me your piercings, and we're going to find out how truthful oh, you really are. you got to show us the piercing holes. <laughs> they might still be there. But... Slow laugh of victory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had my nose pierced, my lip pierced, four in each ear. I was a hot mess. You sure were. What's that when we uh, dropped out of touch? (laughs) Probably. You uh, stay classy there, cousin. I'm on Twitter at Beer Mistress. See on the flip side. (laughs) At Dashing underscore Rogue. And we're still waiting for Max to get with 2014. So am I. It's a rough year, I know. It's been a long time. We are (laughs) always... in? Oh, gosh, yeah. Golly gee. Half months. Totally. No. No. Like one and a half months. Isn't it halfway through February? Yes. Yeah. Which would be January is the first oh, month. Yeah. February would be the second month. So math. we're about halfway through February. Neanderthal math is really intimidating. I get it. It's fine. Oh, thou smilest. Facebook. Stroke. Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue. And always at DashingRogue.com. We also have some new beer reviews and blogs at BeerMistress.com. I would be remiss if I did not mention the fantastic press we've gotten recently. Which is way better than the fantastic (laughs) voyage. Wow, thank you for bringing that full circle. Boom, another Shakespearean segue. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mainline Dish and uh, Mainline Today did some excellent reviews of both our beer dinners. Excellent because they said we were awesome. They said such nice things and they took beautiful photos. My food is usually pretty tasty. They made it look like... Such delectable even i would eat it 
So go on Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue and check those out and join us on the 27th of February in Maniunk where we are teaching an intro to beer and food class. So find us on brownpapertickets.com if you'd like some tickets to that event. Make sure you bring a shovel. Because it's Maniunk and it's it's winter. (laughs) Snow tires. Chains. I've actually heard that... Bring your ball and chain. Toboggan. That's a good word. Cousin Max, we missed you. Thank you for coming back. It's good to be missed. As usual, we didn't talk a lot about beer, but we sure had a good time. Not even label art this time. Just the, nonsense. The, I'll be honest. The Goose Islands are uh, kind of lacking. They're they lacking are. in the, the, the crazy label art They'd be really good at like very... paperia, though. For they're like, they're uh, wine bottles. That's what they look like. They're sophisticated ladies. All just wrapped yeah, they, up nice Juliet and tight. is not a sophisticated lady. Let's just throw that well, one Well, this one is. It's like she showed up wearing like a nice wow, prom dress. you just caressed her a little bit. You did caress the bottle. Just a little bit. Up the neck, down the body, around the curves, and we're moving on. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And Cousin Max. Until next time.